Hannah Montana cookbook. I had the wait, wait, pause. Wait, you have a Hannah Montana cookbook? Wait, you need to share this. I want a Hannah Montana because we've talked about this. Wait a minute, please explain. Hi, I'm Kennedy, and I'm Britt from the OG Disney Channel era, and you're you're listening listening to to Disney Disney Channel. Hello and welcome back to Disney Channel After Hours. Woo-hoo! Today, me and Kennedy have another special guest um, for our series, Growing Up with Disney Channel. And Ke- Kennedy, do you want to introduce her? Heck yeah. So we have my friend from school, the iconic theater arts major, dancer, queen extraordinaire of the universe, Callie. Hi, Callie. Woo! Hi. Hi, Woo! both of you. Woo-woo. So Kelly's Thank you for being us. here, Kelly. Yeah, heck yeah. Thank Thanks you. for being here, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to scream. So we're going to talk to you about your growing up with the Disney Channel. And you're around our age, so I feel like some of the answers are going to be similar to stuff that me and Britt would say. But we wanted to start with your favorite Disney Channel show. Or top three, because we know that it's very overwhelming. Okay, my top three, that's So Raven for sure. I also enjoyed... Hannah Montana very much and Wizards of Waverly Place that's definitely a comfort show okay oh my we, haven't, we haven't heard Wizards of Waverly Place yet Brett. I don't think we will I know Daisy kind of touched about Wizards of Waverly Place a little bit but yeah nobody's gone into depth about it so far, yeah so. so like what do you like about Wizards of Waverly Place I was an Alex stan I'm one of those kids whose personality was based off of Alex I loved her um, I love the wizardry I also enjoyed Harry Potter growing up so just like magic in general was like my jam mm. so having like an angsty spunky protagonist that like was all into magic but also just was just so cool i just love selena gomez really made me love the show so i loved every second of it also it was family oriented and her brothers were annoyed i have annoying brothers so <laughs> just all in all totally related to alex was there like an alex or so quote that you still think of to this day that's just iconic and sticks to your like memory i don't think a specific quote but just how punny she was and how she always would be like oh that's clever if you get it like she would always make a lot of pun jokes that were not funny at all but were funny to her and i do that a lot so i can <laughs> see where i got that from so yeah no seriously i think alex Russo made me be the sarcastic person that i am yeah yeah so there's only one no, person to blame yeah i definitely relate to everything you were saying kelly about how Alex Russo was just like the way that I describe her is just somebody who is like so lazy but not at the same time like when she cared obviously like the one thing that pops into my head was like the what was it wizards versus angels when she's the one who has to go figure out where her brother's at like she will put in the effort if she cares but there's like a 90% chance that she doesn't care or she like you know maybe finds like a complicated way to do things that she maybe doesn't realize but I, I do have an Alex Russo quote that Ooh. lives in the back of my head. And I say it on the regular because I am somebody who am completely like this. And I don't think anybody in my life knows that it's from Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> Except the people <laughs> but, that know. Yeah. She's like, there was a quote that was something like, um, I I like hate corn on the cob. Like I only eat loose corn. It's like 80% mm-hmm. of yes. like, you pick up and you don't even eat. That is me because I'm somebody who hates corn on the cob because it's too much work. So every time people are like, oh, like you don't want this corn. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not loose. Like, <laughs> right. That part. See, Alex Russo. Oh, why did we talk about that in the food episode, Britt? We have one job. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess we got to do a part two. But no, I love Alex Russo. I think that she is, first of all, her, her, style was just iconic like her outfits were giving even though it was 2010 or 2012 or whenever the heck Wizards of my place came out but the outfits were giving and yeah they were iconic and her hairstyles amazing i i, I think my favorite alex russo is well I, there's a lot but one of my favorites that always comes to mind is when she went to her locker and she was like oh someone gave me flowers i wonder who it could be me me yeah me. that is <laughs> top tier quality content so you mentioned hannah montana we we talked to daisy last week our friend daisy we talked to her about hannah montana well she mentioned hannah montana is one of her favorites so is there a hannah montana episode that you like a specific episode hmm. or like I, a top three i think um the one anytime michaela was on there her beef with michaela was very entertaining like when oh they have God. the uh, 
Love. What's the thing that you have when the when you call in whatever like they a were telethon. Doing. Yes, when they had that, hilarious, completely hilarious. hilarious. That was um, iconic. No, definitely. Anytime Jackson and Rico were on screen, just being obnoxious was so funny. Uh, I can't think of another one like off the top of my head, but just in general, Hannah Montana was so great. I loved the music. I loved her room. I loved everything about Hannah. Like, did you like the room? before like did you like the hannah montana forever room like when she lived in the barn or did you like not the barn but like well it wasn't <laughs> but, but you know what i mean but or did you like her room at the malibu when she was at the beach house at the beach house it mainly for nostalgia purposes but the one at the barn was cute it was cute but specifically i favor the one that's in malibu I feel that. I feel that. I don't know if you guys saw but like the internet was like freaking out when selena gomez did selena plus chef at the hannah montana house like in the most recent season yes yeah love love that universe and have you heard of um that conspiracy about how wizards on deck with hannah montana how alex russo technically and hannah montana never interacted because it was like the double universe michaela Mm -hmm. thing and I yeah. wonder if that's purposeful or if it was like fake or like just a happy accident or not. But Yeah, we've definitely talked about that. But Kelly, what do you think about that? Like, did you ever think about that? I think it definitely could be purposeful because it it's true. Like Michaela does exist in Hannah Montana. So it would be crazy if Miley right. and Alex interacted. So, yeah. yeah. But you know what's weird about that, Britt? I think we I don't think we mentioned. Well, no, we, we probably did. But um she as in selena interacted with dylan sprouse and cole and she interacted with them when she was a guest on their show right and but they interacted and they were like yeah i remember you and i'm like okay but wait a minute but when she's michaela so <laughs> disney Does I think- selena gomez's impact because why is she in every franchise no <laughs> for real she's like <laughs> like it's called being a legend look it up no i definitely. think they were like Oh yeah, she was such a little baby back then. Um, yeah, they can forget about her. <laughs> she could have checked Dylan and Cole. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but was there going back with Zach and Cody? Was there any Zach and Cody episodes that you like? Um, I watched Zach and Cody, but not too too much. Um, hmm, let me think. Let me think. Any crossover episode? Uh, oh, the Halloween episode with the lady in the picture. It terrified oh, me as a child, but <laughs> I recently saw it again as an adult, and it was so entertaining. When London was dating that guy and teaching him how to swim, that Lance. was very entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we talk so, yeah. very highly of of Ghost Sweet 613 because that episode had no business being that iconic, and the fact that it still holds supreme to this day. Like, Halloween, I remember, I think, Britt, I think you said it in our Halloween episode. You were like, if you don't watch Ghost of 613 on Halloween, did Halloween ever happen? Like, did the month of October ever even exist no. if you didn't watch it? It didn't. Yeah. I yeah. I want to one day, and I haven't figured it out yet because I almost tried to do it last year. But I wanted to be – it was – nobody would get this. But I really want – I have to, like, go custom if I want to do it. But I wanted to do London Tipton's outfit from Sweet 613 as a Halloween costume. But it was just too Ooh. much work. Like, I couldn't find anything that was, like, similar and, like, close. But Yeah. I mean, well, you did have days. an issue with the Disney Channel Games outfit. Yeah, that was hard yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, that was hard enough. I that was hard enough. Channel Games. They have to bring that back. And it needs to be everyone from, like, the old Disney Channel days specifically. Because Please. I – up. I ate it up. I loved every second of it. Okay, Brit is a Disney Channel Games stan. So, Brit, I think since you're in TV production, I think you should um try and network and let me figure some- it out. <laughs> right, figure it out, and they should have you be on the team. I would stop if they, in general, I think that the concepts of because I think the best part about the Disney Channel games too was that they had just like a week where it was like all the new shows were just coming out and it was like three or four maybe even five shows and like maybe even a movie sometimes that got aired every week so I think that that was like the most iconic thing was just sitting and being like these next like six hours of my day is going to be occupied with just watching new content and I think that 
that like we need that all back like all of it like they need to bring us new tv episodes they need to bring us new movies that get put out in the the entertainment i don't know if they have i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know if today's disney channel has the icon factor that they used to however i would love to see raven simone in the disney channel games oh please sign me up because she wasn't in I never thought about that. She, she wasn't, wasn't in, in it, it ever. because they kicked her out of the Cheetah Girls. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Call the police. Um, she left the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> you're right. You're right. They did not kick her out. She left. <laughs> she walked out. No. Yeah. She walked out. Oh my god. Yeah. I never even thought about that until just now that she was not involved in that. Oh yeah. my god. But I I wonder was that a part of the Disney Channel So Hot Summer? Remember that? Yes. Okay, I think it was part of that. That's why all the new stuff was coming out at the the same time. Like everything was just boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. With the Disney Channel games, Kelly, since you said you love Disney Channel games, did you have a favorite team? Like who's who was the team you were rooting for? The red team. And, oh and yeah, that's and, and why I was and for Halloween. Why? And why were you rooting for the red the, team? The red team was winning. I love winners, and also <laughs> I, most of my actors from Disney Channel were like on the team so it was just a perfect all around thing yeah Who, Zac Efron those actors almost every season of like the Disney Channel games because I think it was like three right or was it or I think I it was three there's three um, yeah like the red team usually consists of my favorite album because like I loved the Sprouse twins I feel like one of them was on one of the red teams but um I, I love Dylan I think it was Dylan that was on the red I love Adrian Bailon. I think that she was on it like the last time, the last time for Disney Channel Games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just I love winners. So usually, winners, they're my favorite team. Yes, Britt loved anyone that Ashley Tisdale, any team that was involved Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, I was. That's the team that I was rooting for. And I was rooting for red. I think I was rooting for green first because Miley, little baby Miley was on the green team and I was a Miley stand. Well, still I'm a Miley stand. Don't come for me. And forever. Miley stand. Forever. Oh, please. They played Flowers today in the student center and I almost like choked on my own air because I was like, wait, <laughs> they're playing pop music in the student center? So I thought that was really iconic. But the Disney Channel games are and were so legit. And actually me and Britt, when we worked at Disney, we were right near the ESPN Worldwide Sports place where they filmed it and had no idea... And we never made a special field trip to... We never I would have snuck in. <laughs> I would have snuck in so fast, please. We should have. I don't know why we didn't do that. But now that I'm thinking that it was in Florida, that was so mean of them to be like... Well, they probably didn't shoot it in the summer, let's be real. That's true. But regardless, like for them to... They probably shot it in the winter. But they were like, hey, we're going to throw you into like the hottest place that we could find. And you're going to do all these obstacle course challenges. Like yep. that was so mean. Yep. How mean. Like, don't put um Miley Cyrus out there in the hot sun. Yeah. The audacity. And Selena Gomez was on the yellow team because Disney Channel just posted this photo of her with Kevin Jonas. And they oh were my so gosh. it was the cutest picture. I need that framed right now. I love that. I love that. Do you like the Jonas Brothers, Kelly? What do you think about the Jonas Brothers? I have a signed autograph signed photo of the Jonas Brothers. I do. I got it when I was seven years old. I did. <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute like you have an album signed which one no, a photo of them oh oh just like a regular photo yeah and they all signed it. okay it's like- oh it's ripped yeah dang <gasps> but that's how you know it's been through like it's been through it's, yeah like it's been through some good times yeah i love that that's so iconic i wish i had a signed joe bro item i just have whatever j14 magazine gave me i loved j14 i, I had always, them all like you know how people checked out books in the library i checked out the j14 magazine as that you should me. no i needed the magazines like i would literally go to the grocery store with my parents and then get a magazine and then like walk while flipping through the magazine yep. to make and like anyone that i like begged for it's because i wanted a poster inside no for real i really wanted a poster. <laughs> like honestly I would sometimes try and see if I could look and see if the poster was worthy of me having. And normally if they had like Miley Cyrus involved, I was like, I need it right now. Like there's this one picture that I still have. Like I still have, I took down all my posters, um, which was horrible, but I took down all my posters and I still have them. They're all like in perfect condition. However, the Miley one I have is so cute because she's, well, she signed it. Well, printed, signed it. Mm -hmm. 
And she's wearing these iconic pink, like tie dye roller skates. And I said, I need that. Like I told my mom, I said, please go on a mission right now and find rhinestone tie dye pink roller skates because Miley has them. Like I need that. If Miley had it, I needed it right now. Like in the moment. She's yeah. just it. She's the it girl for me. <laughs> she is the it girl. She is the it girl. I love Miley Cyrus. I've been with her forever. Like when I look at <laughs> when I look at how far I've really been a Miley stan, I've been a Miley stan since 2006. Like to the day. Like March 24th mm-hmm. to the day. That's just crazy. I just think I, I just I just I just love her. If I ever met her, it'd be over for the whole world. That's like you yeah. when you meet Ashley Tisdale. I don't even listen. I don't even know. So my it girl's Ashley Tisdale. That's my like forever. Like I'm literally getting an Ashley Tisdale tattoo. Like that's As how like should. real it is. But like I think about it where I'm just like, I don't know if I can meet her. Like my friend told me the other day she ran into Ashley Tisdale and like her baby and like her husband like on a hike in like LA. And I was like, I don't know if I could physically put myself in that position because it would not end well. Like she, it would, I don't think I could do it. Like I'm being you absolutely Knowing honest. you, Britt, you probably would have accidentally like fell down the mountain. Like you would have purposefully fell down this mountain. <laughs> I would have been done with my life. I would have, I probably would have caused such a commotion, like a peaceful <laughs> little hike. And I would have been like, ah! like, not no. a commotion. I don't think, I don't think I am allowed to do that. Um, no. Kelly, did you have any it girls or it boys that you're like obsessed with like your person? My person was definitely and is to this day Miley Cyrus as well. Um, I've been Love. Love with her through the bangers era and I know Dark oh, days, dark the Bangers days. era was her best era, and we all know it. <laughs> it definitely was. Grammy was nominated, get it right. Defend her legacy because everyone was trying to play in her face, and it is me, Miley Cyrus, to this day. It always will be. I um, support it. But yeah, that was has always been my girl. Like, I just, I've always loved her. I had like the Hannah Montana cookbook. I had the. Wait, Miley wait, pause. Wait, you have a Hannah wait. Montana cookbook? Wait, you need to share this. I want a Hannah Montana because cookbook. Because we talked about this. Wait a minute. Please explain. Okay, wait. Let, let her talk. Go ahead. The Hannah Montana okay. cookbook. Big backstage pass, loved it, ate it up. It had all of the recipes from like the shack, the shack that um Rico and uh Jackson worked at from everything that like Billy Ray made, everything. It had everything. And it was so cool. It had like graphics from the show. It was just the coolest thing ever. And it's somewhere in my bookshelf next to my Jonas Brothers sign photograph. And yeah. I dressed up as Hannah Montana for Halloween. It was just a whole thing. Like it was a whole thing. Miley has always been my girl. I'm screaming. I feel like I can't breathe. Where's my inhaler? I I'm about to buy this online. I'm like looking Brit, up online. No, because okay, Kelly, because in our um what episode was that? The food episode. We were talking about the Hannah Montana um cookbook. And didn't High School Musical have a cookbook too, Brit? I don't I think they did. Yes, they did. Okay, so I'm we about ta- to talk suddenly. About that. Yeah, suddenly is it the Sweet Niblets cookbook, Kelly? Is it that I have no idea what it's called. It's purple. It should be purple. Oh, okay. So I see two. Yes. There's like, and it's my, this one has, oh wait, no, this might just be the inside of the book. Never Um, mind. The best of both worlds breakfast sandwich. Stop. (laughs) I need to make it right now. (laughs) Right now. Oh my God. The way I would actually make that, like I would actually find the ingredients and make that. Yeah. I'm thinking about my kitchen needs an upgrade and I think it needs to be. Oh. I think it needs just decorations. I don't even think that I need to like use them, which I might for a special event. I've had a night with my friends where we've just what did we do? We just like hung out and like watched movies and stuff, and we literally just made the local hot cocoa. Like I don't know if it's accurate because I don't know if there's an actual recipe, but we just we did it, and that's what we yeah. called it. So the iconic Billy Ray local hot cocoa from Hannah Montana. Yeah. That's iconic. I'm screaming. I can't believe. Uh, wow, someone actually had the cookbook, Brit. Yeah, I'm. I, that's crazy. I I begged her to buy it. Oh. Please. The way I can't believe I didn't have that cookbook is crazy. <laughs> like, I thought I had everything, Hannah Montana, but I guess I didn't because I could not find that cookbook to save my life. I need the cookbook. Britt, I need to keep, when I go to the thrift store next time, I'm going to be. find this. Please. I'm going to be <laughs> investigating that book section. Please. I'm going to be in that book section like it's no tomorrow. And I need to find the high school musical, the tour book, the all access mm-hmm. high school musical tour. I need that. Speaking of tour, have you seen any Disney Channel stars? Well, they're not Disney Channel stars anymore, but or maybe when they were on the Disney Channel in concert, Kelly? 
I have never been lucky enough to. So sad. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, literally. Wow. How sad. I'm not that, that privileged, sad. unfortunately. <laughs> right. Me. <laughs> that but That's i wish so sad if you if you could have gone on a tour which one do you think you would have gone on i would have totally seen the high school musical people live i would have totally done that i would have seen obviously the miley cyrus um mm-hmm. yes. the Jones if i had the chance and honestly mm-hmm. since they're still touring i could you never know i could honestly yeah. jonas brothers are literally i feel it in my bones they're about to announce a tour they just announced their yankee stadium they're going to yankee stadium for two nights in august they just had a vegas residency they're in london for one night only i think that was yesterday or something like that so the jonas brothers are still touring miley i'm ready for her to drop that endless summer vacation tour it should Where be in the- i don't know why she's like holding this off where's the tour right now if it's not the summer, then it has to be early fall, so it can be like the endless summer effect. But like, come on, Miley, come on, don't play me. I'm gonna like go that. in a Hannah Montana shirt, please. <laughs> no, the way I saw, I saw Miley the first time on the Bangers tour in twenty. That's a good tour. Ah, that would have been a good tour. That tour was so Bye. good. It was crazy, but it was good. And I would do anything. Like when she sang. Um, she sang Party in the USA at the end and I about collapsed because I was just I couldn't I couldn't believe I was seeing my girl in front of me. I was like, oh my God, that's Miley Ray Cyrus. Like she's not real. Right. She's only real on television. Like this is not she's not a real person. Is there a song from Hannah Montana that you gravitate towards, Kelly? Um hmm. let me think. I don't know. I don't know a specific one off the top of my head right now. Like I can't remember the name of it. Obviously, best of both worlds. Yeah, best of both worlds is iconic. Uh, If we were a movie, if we were a movie. Oh my god, that that's so funny. Song. That's so funny because our our guest last week, Daisy, she literally mentioned if we were a movie. Because that song is that's- so dramatic. It's the, so dramatic. It's so dramatic and it's so dramatic. It raised her generation. It really did, honestly. Just like Kenny Ortega, who is not on this podcast. Kenny Ortega. One day, I'm gonna meet Kenny Ortega. I'm manifesting this right now. I don't know where this man lives. I bet he lives the most normal life he ever lived, and he's probably like rolling around in the royalties that I'm paying for currently. So, yep, me too. I love him. He's so cool. Like, I just, I just want to, I just want to talk to him. I just want to hear him talk. Like, I just want to hear, like, you know, what he has to offer. I, I just, I just love Kenny Ortega. I don't even. I just need him to know how much he impacted my life is yes. really like I don't need I to have need a conversation to, with him. He just needs to know. I need him to know <laughs> right now, like in this moment. And yeah, with Kenny Ortega, there's other Kenny Ortega projects that he has done besides the Cheetah Girls. And that is Descendants. Now, Descendants mm-hmm. is a hot topic on this podcast. Britt has seen Descendants at least once. I, on the other hand, am a Descendants stan. Kelly. What do you feel about Descendants? I saw the first Descendants and I really enjoyed it. But then I didn't see the second one, which I heard is the best one. Correct. I saw the third one on accident with my younger siblings. Mm-hmm. So I totally will watch the second one. I think it's good. I think Descendants is a solid franchise. So yeah. Yeah, I love Descendants. Rest in peace, Cameron Boyce. Yeah, we loved, I love Descendants. I like Descendants, but I think there's sometimes it makes you re-question how you see a Disney villain because most of them are you know, the villains, and then some of them are the princesses, like their children. And the one that I'm really questioning, as a Cinderella stan, like everyone and their mothers knows that Cinderella has my entire being, but in the live act, in the Descendants franchise, they don't show Cinderella in the first, second, or third movie, but they show their um, son. And her son is annoying, and I don't like him, and <laughs> not like Cinderella at all. And I'm like, where'd they even find him? Like, ill. And his name is Chad. I was like, ill. The only Chad I know is Chad Danforth, so bye. Period. Um, yep, I said what I said. However, in the new Descendants movie that's coming out soon, they're bringing back cinderella brandy Brandy, (laughs) and um the prince that was in that movie who's now on broadway in funny girl the musical until it closes in september anyway off the broadway soapbox it's weird because i don't know how this is going to work because cinderella the one that they're using is brandy and that's the roger and hammerstein version which is a slightly different than the disney version so it's just like how are they going to do this and then on top of that their son is obnoxious and annoying like i don't like Chad. (laughs) so i hope they get rid of him and change him because how are you gonna have not in brandon's (laughs) household Uh uh-uh 
Not that's wonder, not how it works. I had no idea. So I saw that, and I guess I didn't really think about it. But I had no idea that they were coming out with a new Descendants. Like I obviously saw that the whole Brandy thing like exploded the internet. But like, how are they gonna do that without Cameron Boyce? I don't know, and I don't know, and it's like I want it, but I don't want it because I'm like, how? Yeah, like they could have ended it as it was. I think as in it the was third. because it was fine as it was. But then again, I don't know where the the old characters fit in with this new one. So I have no idea how they're gonna do that. But if Kenny Ortega's in charge, I trust him, and I trust. I him trust my first child. I trust him too. But listen, I'm telling you right now, if they do this whole thing where they just like replace him with a new actor, I would not watch it. Like, yeah, I'm going to be, I might actually be physically sick. Then in yeah. that moment is when I know that Kenny Ortega is not in charge because yeah. <laughs> I just know Kenny Ortega is going to have to do something about Cameron and mm-hmm. they just can't like diminish Cameron voice like that. Like you just can't. Yeah. Ugh, rest in peace, Cameron voice. We love you. Yeah. That I remember when that happened, that happened on our DCP Brit. Did, was that during the DCP? Uh huh. Oh, I had no idea. And I had to work that day. I, re- I remember it was so sad. It was horrible. Recipes, camera boys. <laughs> now it's just now I just want to talk about Descendants. Do you like Uma? I know a lot of people like Uma Kelly. I do, but I feel like I need to see the second one to really appreciate and respect. Yes. Her. Yes. That's true. The second one is pretty good. The music is good, and Uma, I just love her. She's great. But the second one is pretty good. I like the first one because everyone likes the first one of everything. Unless your second one is really, really solid, like the Cheetah Girls. And I heard that it is. So, I, you know, what? that's my homework. I'm going to watch the second Descendants movie and then update you, Kennedy. I'll text you. Please and let you know. yes. I love- the I'm not I'm not trying to give any spoilers, but just so I remember at the top of my head, Kennedy is the second one, the one where they're on the boat. In the end? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I agree. Then the second one is a it's Okay, a must there watch. we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the sec- the first one ends with them at the castle, then the second one ends with them on the boat, and then the third one ends at the castle yeah. or another castle. Yeah. I just love to send this. But it is confusing because when you meet characters like in the park and you're like, oh, how's Mal? And she's like, who's Mal? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's the limit for Disney characters? Like when you meet them in the park, what can you, what you would feel awkward like saying that to them but it's true it's just like okay that's your daughter and hades is your baby daddy so like and hades is your baby i'm just saying no <laughs> just you're, saying. that's true it's true it's true i is there and you know what else someone mentioned to us was that disney channel movies if your disney channel movie was good you had three so high school musical has yes. three camp rock has two <laughs> um and descendants is gonna have four descendants is gonna beat high school musical that's insane to me and the cheetah girls yeah I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that with the rest of the movies, though, a lot of this is just my theory, but I think that a lot of the people like the generation that we grew up with, especially because a lot of the actors were older, their look was changing like pretty yeah. frequently, like year to year. So I think that consistency wise, it would have been pretty hard for them. But also back then, I don't care what you say. Disney Channel stars were like the top tier celebrities. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that like ever existed. For so sure. like I also think that they were just they were getting knocks on their door left and right to do other things. So I really don't think that it was possible to like tie them down for something else. There was just too many factors. Like they were getting older and I don't want to say they were aging out, but like because they were older and like able to, you know, like not look like little kids, they were doing things with their look like they were dyeing their hair they were doing whatever fun things that they wanted to experiment with and i think there was just too much going on to where like they couldn't keep the same thing that they did like three or four years ago you know like five years in the future so i agree that's such because now if you're in a disney show you kind of have made it like with now it's so much harder to get like a steady job or a steady franchise for actors like so i'm getting on a disney franchise it's like boom like that's great yeah. you have a steady thing whereas back then it was like that was your start and then you get to evolve from there so that's such that's a good point. true i didn't even think about i that. never thought about it yeah i never really thought about it as that i also like met people so there was this whole thing when i was at work and because I, I work in tv and a lot of people that i work with are a lot older than me so we were talking about just me and one of my friends who's around my age we were talking about people who we who, like who did you work with like blah 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 and we were just throwing out names we would throw out names like she was like, has anybody worked with like Ariana Grande, like blah, 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 whatever. 
And everyone was like, yeah. And, and I was like, has anybody worked with Ashton Tisdale? They were like, yeah. Like, all this stuff. And they were just like, yeah, it's just because we've been old. Like, we've been around, whatever. And, like... I would bring up all the people that we were naming were like Disney Channel people or like Nickelodeon people. And everyone was like, oh, I really didn't know that those people came from like Disney or Nickelodeon. Like I brought up the Jonas Brothers and they were like, the Jonas Brothers isn't Disney. And I'm like, the Jonas Brothers is literally Disney. Like they literally got their foot off the ground. Yeah. So it was just like little moments like that where like I, that was absolutely true. Like Disney back then was like obviously like a huge foot in the door, but it was like everybody knew that they had other places to go and they had other things to achieve versus like now, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Yeah. I agree. But they didn't know the Jones Brothers? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold no, on. but these people, like, put it in perspective. Like, these people have their own kids at this point. Like, they're not. So their like, kids I don't, don't know the Jones Brothers? Not, their kids do. I asked. I asked about this. But okay. I'm, like, at the time where it was Reign Supreme Disney, they weren't just sitting there watching TV is what I'm trying right. to say. So They weren't invested like we were. <laughs> yeah, they weren't invested like we were. So it was different. And I'm not saying that they're old. It was just not their generation, you know. That's fair. I just I always look at people and I'm like, wait, what do you mean you don't know so and so? Like, I think that's a become a pet peeve of mine is when people are like, I don't know Miley Cyrus. I'm like, what do you mean you don't? That's a lie. <laughs> I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before. Or I don't even know, even know if I've told Kennedy, but there was this. So I was filming on set with I'm going to I'm going to say who it was with this like she's like an influencer like famous she was like a laker girl Mm -hmm. um and her name is jenny ting and we were shooting with her and she told me that i was like a mini brenda song like on set and i literally wanted to just like i wanted to jump off the balcony of the place that we were filming off of like i absolutely just like collapsed and she also was like you know brenda song is my idol and i was like like i can't like i'm literally gonna have a heart attack right now don't look at me and i like freaked out and everyone was like there was a couple of people who were like who's renda song and i was like i'm gonna jump off this balcony right now like don't talk to me i called my mom after that and i was like <laughs> i would have called my mom too if someone said they didn't know who brenda song by remember well, that oh my god Britt, do you remember that one day when we were at work and there was that rumor going around that brenda song was at animal she TV? was she was there. she was she was girl please <laughs> That was a day because it was her and Macaulay Culkin. And I said, I might lose my job today. Yeah. Because if I saw them both, my whole life would have just flashed and I would have collapsed like on site. I probably would have fell into the ride path. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, if we're being honest, I probably would have slipped right on it. But yeah, Brenda's song. We love Brenda's song. Is there, um, Kelly, is there like a favorite or like something from Brenda's song that you like, like a movie that she's done? Or um, an outfit that she wore as London Tipton. Like, what do you love about Brenda Song? I love most of London Tipton's outfits. Like, that is a girl that can dress. Yeah, <laughs> amen. Dress. She um, shut the house down. But yeah. I love Boo Homecoming um, Princess. That was so, 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 so such a good movie. I never really saw anything else that Brenda Song was in. I've been Sweet Life on Deck, which mm-hmm. I thought I don't know which one was the better London: the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody London or the Sweet Life on Deck London. I can't. Ooh, me and Britt never got into that. What's the? Yeah, that's a good. To be honest, I can't really participate in that because I never really watched Sweet Life on Deck. But yeah, oh, I did. But that would be hard because I don't know. I would probably say Tipton London was probably my favorite. Um, Hotel Tipton, not SS Tipton, was probably my favorite. But I did like that in the Sweet Life on Deck. We got more of a compassionate London. You saw more of like her heart. And how her relationship with Mr. Mosby got like stronger and bigger or whatever the words you want to use. And I just loved the character development that London got in the se- in that second reboot or reshoot or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I thought London Hotel London was good, but I love the fact that in the Speed Up on Deck, we got more character development with London. Mm-hmm. I just love it. I also do want to just say if you guys are looking for a TV show to watch and need another one, this one, I will say it got canceled and that's when it broke my heart, but it was my favorite TV show, Dollface, with Brenda Song, Shay okay. Mitchell, Kat Dennings. Quality, there's two seasons, quality TV show. That okay. is such a good TV show. We gotta I check it will out. say. And then they canceled it and I don't know why. <laughs> Drama. Hulu, but okay, it's on Hulu. Yeah. But okay. it was such a good TV show. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Love that. What is up, Disney Channel After Hours? It's Kennedy here, editing Kennedy here. And I am just popping in to let you guys know 
that Kelly's segment did end because she had to go to her dance practice for her dance recital. So that's why it ends kind of abruptly. However, me and Britt did continue talking for another 30 minutes, I think. And if you want to stay tuned for that, please stay tuned because it was a good conversation. Let us know what you think about Kelly's segment. Thank you again, Kelly, for being on our show. And stay tuned for more episodes. And we'll see you guys when we see you. Bye. Hi, Kelly. So real quick, we just wanted to end with you saying what Disney Channel means to you. That's how we wanted to end it. Disney Channel literally was like the thing that I enjoyed every minute of my childhood. I moved a lot. So Disney Channel was like a constant thing for me. So I'm a total Disney kid. Love everything about Disney Channel. Movies, shows, everything. So yeah. I love Disney Channel. I love that. Well, thanks for joining us, Kelly. Kelly does have to go. She's an iconic dancer and she has rehearsals. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. Of course. Thanks, Kelly. Okay. So Kelly left. She had to go to rehearsal. But um, I really enjoyed talking to her and hearing her insights on the Disney Channel. Like her Mm -hmm. growing up. I don't really hear much. A lot of people talk about Alex Russo. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Wizards of Waverly Place, because I think for me, I really liked watching the show, but I think I've mentioned this before. Like, I'm not even sure if I fully, like, carried it to the end. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but what I did love about Wizards Wizards of Waverly Place, I love me a themed episode series. Like, Amen. Versus angels, wizards versus werewolves, wizards versus vampires. Like those to me were what stood out about Wizards of Waverly Place in general. I will say I did not like the concept idea of only one person gets to keep their powers. Like right, you're gonna tell that me part. that part did not sit well with me, and I didn't like it. If I'm being honest, no, I feel that's that. all I have to say. <laughs> but you know what else I loved about Wizards and Hannah Montana did it too. The titles were theme songs for other things like there was an earth day episode of wizards of waverly place and it was called don't rain on justin's parade okay that's obviously don't rain on my parade from funny girl barbara streisand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hannah montana did the same thing like there's Do, like ep- the don't go like aching breaking my that's heart literally like what that. i was yeah. thinking of yeah, yeah like <laughs> literally that's or like miley get your gum is annie get your gun yeah so like stuff like that i just think did, um, when it comes to theming, the title episodes were also iconic. Yeah, like those were those were really really good. But Alex Russo, she is just like I think that Alex Russo is ahead of her time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she's ahead of her time. I feel like she fit so well in the year that Wizards of Waverly Place came out. I feel like if she or if that show came out now, I feel like everyone would fall for Alex Russo more mm-hmm. than what they already did but i feel like she was already ahead of her time in the year that wizards came out and she's just so witty i love alex or so she's a solid i character. do too she was definitely a character that oh my gosh i think i have to sneeze <laughs> oh no bless you it's allergy season ladies and gentlemen oh my gosh it went away <laughs> oh my god okay um, magic <laughs> crazy she was one of the characters where i like, if somebody were to be like, hey, describe your personality in a fictional character, I would be like Alex Russo. But I yes. feel like not everyone always got it. No. <laughs> and I feel like with exactly what you said, because I feel with Alex, with words, words are hard. With Alex Russo, she's the type of character where you just have to watch like one clip for someone to understand. Like if you said, oh, what character do you relate to the most from a TV show? And you say Alex Russo, they're gonna be like, who's Alex Russo? And you show them a video or like, why Why would you say that? Like someone would say, oh, why would you compare yourself to Alex Russo? You show them like a compilation video and they'll be like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. She's that girl. Like she's just that yeah. type. And I love the um, Wizards of Waverly Place podcast with David DeLuise and Jennifer Stone because they're showing us more insight on the show. And when they had the showrunner on the show, on their podcast, um, Peter Marietta, I learned something about the spells. So one of the writers was the woman named Gigi McCreary. And mm-hmm. that's where the spell McCreary Time Reary came from, was her <gasps> last name. Oh, my God. The they're, one that it was like the, the, the time... Something about going back in time by like 30 seconds or something, it whatever it was. It was the movie theater one when Justin had his first kiss with Lucy Hale, which actually, might I add, I did not know that him and Lucy Hale, David Henry and Lucy Hale dated. Yes. 
I did not know that until that podcast. Isn't that crazy? No, crazy. I I remember that. Their impact. If I also was a showrunner for a Disney Channel, especially in that era, the most powerful thing on television, Honestly. I would have done the same. <laughs> no, I really would have done the same too. But <laughs> the fact that like listening to him talk, because obviously I've never seen this man before a day in my life. I just knew that he's the creator of Wizards of Waverly Place. The way that he spoke of this show, I know it's his show, but this, the way that he spoke about it made me really realize that this this show and other Disney Channel shows really made the Disney Channel the Disney Channel. Right. And there, and you can't have that you or you don't have that anymore. And honestly, I'll even lump some like Austin and Allie and Casey Undercover in there, too, because those are shows that I do like, but they didn't they didn't hit me. Like Wizards did, like Raven did, like Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. Zach and Cody. But I do mm-hmm. love, shoot, I love me some Austin and Allie, please. It's silly. It's goofy. I like it. I like Casey Undercover because Zendaya, obviously. And some of the movies didn't really hit as hard. I do like Descendants. I do love Teen Beach movie. I, I like that it's silly and goofy. But I definitely know and see that with people like Peter Marietta, who took his upbringing and created this wizard world and then he even mentioned that he got the inspiration from harry potter because back in that time frame people were still watching harry potter movies like harry potter movies were still coming out and he was just like how do i make witchcraft and wizardry cool for kids because now harry potter is starting to get a little dark (laughs) (laughs) right right and it was i think true i honestly have never been a big fan of like fantasy in terms of like you know like harry potter like hunger games Mm -hmm. that was never really my like realm of like obsession and i think maybe i now that you say that it like was harry potter was really placed i see that maybe that's why to me was just a way really placed i enjoyed watching it but it never like hit me as deep as like hannah montana did you know mm-hmm. i don't know something about it yeah we love wizards away up oh, please wizards away place is solid and i love it it's such a good concept for a show because i under like listening to peter marietta i understood what he was saying and did you know that he got fired or let go on his birthday from the disney channel like they told him we don't need <gasps> you they basically said we don't need your services anymore to him yeah. Why? I need to start and listening to this podcast. I've seen do. clippets, but and and that's why, because he said that's why the fourth season was a little rocky, a little shaky, because he wasn't involved in it anymore. Why did they do that? I don't know. And that's why the ending to the show was just kind of off. And when the movie, I see that. when they wrote the Wizards of Waverly Place movie, David Deloise was like Harper should have been more involved in it. One and two, he even said that when they wrote it originally whoever wrote the script originally did not see the show because they were saying mm-hmm. i think david delois was saying things like they wrote things that alex would say but max was saying them or justin would say things that max would say and mm-hmm. so it wasn't adding up and then so peter yeah. was like did these people even read the show like they didn't even read the script for the original content of the show so yeah you gotta listen to it that's so sad it's I, really sad why would they i think the original like i understand that like in the tv world and stuff like sometimes directors only come in for like certain episodes and then they yeah. swap out with another director and then same thing with like writers and so on and so forth but like sometimes you, listen, I'm telling you right now, you need to bring all these people back. These right original now. creators, wherever these people are in the world, you need to pay them like all the money in the world to get them back. Like I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. they need to just be back and making that content. I agree. And yeah. the same thing happened with Glee. Once they got rid of the original writers, the show went down. Riverdale. Oh, 100%. Riverdale. Same Why do thing. they keep doing that? I don't, I have no idea. Like just end it. Like if you're going to end it, just end it. If the writers aren't going to be involved, just end it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it, but you know. So please listen to Wizards of Waverly Pod, you guys. Um, well, of course, obviously listen to us first, and then <laughs> go listen to Wizards of Waverly Pod because they they have a lot of good insight, and I really like what they're saying. Now, if there was a a breakdown of like That's a Raven or Hannah Montana or Zach and Cody, sign me up. If I was somebody who worked on any of those shows, I'd be like, guys, I'm gonna make a podcast. I'm doing it, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Or, you can't stop me. Yeah. Because that's crazy. But even then, like, I love 
the like Christy Carlson Romano, how like she does like the YouTube cooking and you know, mm-hmm. like just uh mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love Christy Carlson Romano because she not only she talks about Disney Channel like things, but she mostly just does like a lot of things from that era of television mm-hmm. and movies. Mm-hmm. I really like her. And- I think that she's great. And Disney Channel, I don't know what's going on now, but <laughs> I think that their old stuff, they need those people back. Like those executive producers and those mm-hmm. uh, managers or whoever, that the, the real behind the scenes people, bring those people back. They're They're sorely missed. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like what happened? I do not believe that it was just like a generation that just like grew out of it. Yeah. Like what happened? Like there was some kind of shift and it wasn't a good shift. <laughs> yeah. Like and it, it was, it wasn't just like all of us decided just like not to watch anymore. Like all of us grew up. Cause I genuinely don't believe that something. No, happened. because I, I still was actively and that's a perfect example. Cause I actively was still watching Austin alley. I actively was watching good luck. Charlie actively watching Casey undercover, shake it up. And that was not, hannah montana era not that so raven era not lizzie mcguire era not cheetah girls era so like the fact that there were pockets of disney channel moments back in the 2010s or whatever that were still Mm -hmm. good and now that those are ended it got worse so the fact that we saw the we literally watched the decline Mm -hmm. that's sad I think, I don't know what changed, but there was a shift. I just don't think that our generation, like, watching Disney Channel was ever, like, childish. Like, and I say that coming from my cousins, who were, like, 15 years older than me, were still watching the same shows that I was. Yeah. Maybe, like, they just weren't as invested because they were, like, adults and, like, had their own lives. But, like, they were still watching the disney channel and it wasn't like disney channel was like childish you know like obviously like it wasn't like mature content but it was still like relatable no matter like what age you were at it was entertaining regardless and i bet your your cousin still bop to the songs that that come on it's because whatever that niche subcontext or whatever you want to call it was that Disney Channel had back then, it worked. And then all of a sudden, it just slowly disintegrated. And then it kind of came back a little bit with like, you know, the Ross Lynch and Zendaya and all the all the things. Mm-hmm. And then after Zendaya and Ross Lynch and, and Debbie Ryan like kind of left once their time was done, it went, it went somewhere else and it got worse. So now I really don't mm-hmm. watch Disney Channel unless something I know and like is on the network. But I can't tell you any of the shows. I only know the shows from just seeing them in passing because of Disney Plus or when I'm watching something like on Disney Channel or I see it on the TV guide. I'm like, okay. That I've seen that title before. I don't know what it is, but I've seen that before. I just think it ties in with our series that we have here growing up Disney Channel because you can really see the impact that the old Disney Channel had on an entire generation. That is crazy mm-hmm. to say that a network, one solo network, who might we add is celebrating a birthday. Woo! Happy birthday, Disney Channel. 40 years old. That's crazy talk. Crazy. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Cause I because when you think about it, you're like, like what we were like you were just saying, we've been watching Disney Channel our whole lives. Mm-hmm. To think that it's 40? Like, how old was it when we were watching? Yeah, I don't know. That's I thought crazy. about it too. <laughs> crazy talk. I don't want to hear it. It's just, I just love this mm-hmm. network. It just it raised me. And I just feel like whenever I watch something Disney Channel, well, one, I still can't believe that it's 40 years old. Like, that's absolutely absurd. The oldest one out of the three main networks from Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and Disney Channel is Nickelodeon. I think Nickelodeon started in the 70s. Holy crap. So they're even older. Yeah. And I, don't I can see it. that a little bit more because it was like, I don't know. I can see that more for for Nickelodeon. I feel like Nickelodeon was always, but they also did like a, you know, like Nick at Night. Like they had yeah, like they a had wide, that. Yeah. yeah but the thing about nickelodeon is the same thing with cartoon network too they had a decline their shows were nickelodeon for example top tier they had amanda show all that keenan and kel drake and josh then they had the animated shows then they had iCarly, mm-hmm. victorious big time rush naked brothers band like even though those were not dan schneider productions but you know zoe 101 like they had all these iconic ones and then all of a sudden nickelodeon just had like a whoosh gone just like a decline yeah what happened i don't know and the, and you know who's holding nickelodeon by a thread spongebob 
<laughs> not that was not what I thought you were gonna say. Oh, who did you I, think I was gonna say? I didn't think you were gonna say anything. Like I was so intrigued to see okay. what you were gonna say, but I did not think you were gonna say SpongeBob. I do. I think it's accurate. Yes, but the way that I was like, "What are you gonna say?" Oh wow! Yeah, no, yeah. SpongeBob. I'm not a Nickelodeon girly though. Like I'm really not. Like I loved. I loved, loved, loved. Like my favorite Nickelodeon things were. Like my top faves, mm-hmm. Zoe One Hundred One, obviously, Obby. Big Time Rush, mm-hmm. solid. Um, obviously, I liked Victorious. I liked iCarly, uh, Drake and Josh, yes. But I think for the most part, like I think the thing that I liked the most was Zoe One Hundred One. Everything else was just kind of I don't want to say like I it just wasn't an, an obsession, right? And I think that regardless, I was never like, oh my gosh guess what's on tv like it was always like uh i'm scrolling around and then oh yeah like there's zoe 101 like i don't really think it was ever like a i need to watch zoe 101 so it was right it was a little bit different of an obsession for me and i never like i don't know anything about spongebob so like <laughs> yeah spongebob's yeah. different but i do love me some early season spongebob but i get what you mean because disney channel i felt i mean well i i'm different because i watched everything i was like look there's a new episode of drake and josh i'm sat like I'm sitting in front of the TV, volume up, dinner's already ready, showers already taken, and I'm ready to watch Drake and Josh. But with Nickelodeon, I mean with Disney, I see for you, Disney Channel was more like, okay, there's a new episode of Sweet Love Zack and Cody. I have to be prepared at eight o'clock. No one talk to me. I'll be right. Re- I'll be right. busy for the next thirty like, minutes. And then right. when it came to Disney, I mean Nickelodeon, you were just like, oh yeah, look at that. It's on TV now. So I get I get what you mean, but that was not me. Because if it was on, I was watching it. <laughs> I had it on my calendar. I was watching it. I think for me also the difference was Disney did a really good job at making it seem like we really like got to see into the lives of a lot of like these people. Like, like they were like for they were Disney Channel stars for a reason. Like not like Nickelodeon stars doesn't really like right. exist. Like Disney Channel stars was like coin terminology because it did really focus on like the personal aspect and getting like they were like invested like it wasn't just oh i work on this show it's Mm -hmm. like this is my lifestyle as being part of the disney channel i Mm -hmm. you know they just did a really good job in letting us see like the behind the scenes the backstage the many aspects of just a person like they would bring them on to other shows they would put them on different movies and let them sing or you know kind of whatever they wanted to do but you just felt i think you felt that connection and i think that's where it was different for me with like disney channel was a lifestyle nickelodeon was i was watching tv (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like honestly if you think about it there were some most of nickelodeon's shows which i do love but they didn't have that heart that some disney channel shows had or like mm-hmm. message that like Mike was talking about two weeks ago where Disney Channel had like Raven where she was talking about like her body image and the one where she was talking about Black History Month or some episodes mm-hmm. of Hannah Montana that discussed like certain world issues or just to be kind to people and like all those things um, or like bullying's not cool or blah, blah, blah. But I felt like Nickelodeon shows were more just for entertainment. Like there's only one serious episode of Drake and Josh to ever exist. And that's the one where um, it's called Josh is done. And that's the one where Drake made Josh late to his like test or something. And mm-hmm. he couldn't, Josh was so mad. He was just like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just done with you. And Drake could not handle it. He was so upset. And um, that was like, he was like, that was like, the I only remember series, this. You remember that episode? That's the yeah. only serious episode of Drake and Josh I can remember. But most of Nickelodeon shows were solely entertainment. And you know, they all were done by the same man, the man who shall not be named. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that those shows were just fun for entertainment. But Disney kept you coming back because mm-hmm. you didn't know what type of message they were going to, they were going to give you. But I do love them all. They all impacted me um, in some way, shape, or form. And I honestly feel like I was watching Nickelodeon first because of Nick Jr. So I feel like I was watching Nickelodeon first. <laughs> I feel like I was a Nickelodeon girly um, to begin with. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, well, you I could, didn't... well, some people could say Playhouse Disney. So I was a PBS Kids girl. Oh, yeah. Please. What, yeah. That, I ate PBS Kids. Oh, uh, like, yeah. That was, that was my fave. Yeah. I was all, I was all up in that. But yeah, I think it ties back up with growing up with Disney Channel. They all they had the whole like you said earlier, they had all the stars had the full package. 
and not a mm-hmm. lot of Disney. I mean, not not a lot of Nickelodeon stars had the full package. From my memory, the one that I can really think of, obviously, the queen of Nickelodeon, Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> she had everything. Still has yeah. everything. She's so yeah. Cool. I love iCarly. The newer ones too. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so good. And you know why? Because the man who shall not be named is not involved. <laughs> That's true. Honestly, okay, I listen, I know that some people don't want to do it because it's like I want to grow as an actor, like Disney was my stepping stone, whatever. Right. Correct. But if they did that kind of like iCarly reboot with like other shows, like Disney Channel shows, like I don't know. I don't think they would do a sweet life of Zach yeah. and Cody only because Dylan and Cole Sprouse is that they wouldn't want to be a part of it. Yeah, which boo. I don't blame them. I don't blame them, but boo. Boo. Um, <laughs> I think it <laughs> I think I it has see to, it. Yeah, like I'd want to see it. I think if they did, I'm trying to think of a show. But this is where like the problem is. I think Disney Channel stars are so busy and occupied with things nowadays mm-hmm. that it would be really, really hard for them to sit down and be like, I'm dedicating my time to this like reboot. You know what I mean? True. So because they're trying to think of now, what that would be. They got kids. Yeah, they got other things. Yeah. And they got they got passive incomes now. Like <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> Yeah, I get what you mean. Totally. I it's sad, but I respect it. And I'm here for it. Like if that's their decision, because they did give me what they gave me. Like if in terms of yes, you mentioning Dylan and Cole, I will always love Dylan and Cole. Always. I don't care what they do. I'm always going to be a supporter of Dylan and Cole's brows. But if they ever did anything where they were reunited with like Ashley Tisdale, Mr. Mosby or Phil Lewis, um kim rhodes the mom anything i don't care if it's 30 minutes i don't care if it's 15 minutes just give me something right now <laughs> right right I, need it. I just need that to live no i was gonna say i think it would be easier for nickelodeon shows like if they really did like a zoe 101 reboot that they it's were talking about that didn't yeah like easily done i don't know about the disney channel ones i don't think it's as easy anymore like you can't really just sit down and have another like jonas la like you're not oh lord no not gonna happen yeah <laughs> absolutely not you know what i mean yeah. yeah i feel like nickelodeon definitely set like the way their shows were set up as in like the 90s through the early 2000s they could definitely do that which they did which is iCarly mm-hmm. and I think iCarly is gene is beautiful it's genius it's written well and it's funny because it's for us but it's also because of the jokes that they can now they can now cuss they can now um say whatever they want to say they can talk about any topic that they want to talk about so I love that element of the new iCarly reboot however mm-hmm. I feel like that could that's the only thing that could work i don't see them coming back with like keenan and kel yeah it could I and surprise me but i don't yeah see it. i think you're definitely right i do love it's kind of the whole thing with like the lizzie mcguire reboot rest in peace oh, um please we're not talking about i it. think <laughs> that hillary duff had a very good point where it's like you know that your target demographic is older and has matured and like you need the content to like evolve over over time like you're not going to go back in time and like lizzie mcguire is still 15 right um you know so i think that was important but also like if you guys are not watching how i met your father you need to start watching that because right now the way that it is such a good tv show and it's like everything that it's probably exactly what lizzie mcguire reboot would have been but since they said no it's the same thing it's the same thing let's be honest it's the same thing and i feel like with with shows like icar the icarly reboot like i said earlier it's shows that are it's a show that's for us but also it's for the next generation of people so that those people can go Mm -hmm. back and watch icarly they won't like the original icarly they won't feel the way that we felt watching icarly for the first time because they were literally infants or probably not even born but (laughs) <laughs> they can still yeah. watch it and they can understand the impact of why this show had a spinoff or a reboot or whatever you want to call it and they can understand that and i think mm-hmm. that's if you can do that as a show that's really really good but i don't i can't think of a single disney channel show that can do that the only one that has done it is raven 
I think, though, that with That's a Raven, it was kind of like what I was talking about, where I think that the main star was Raven, and if Raven's on board, then I think you can absolutely grab everybody else, versus, yeah. like, Sweet Life, Zack, and Cody, like, there was too many stars that came out of that. Like, it wasn't too just, many. yeah, like, there, it wasn't just, like, oh, one person. It's, like, there was too many, and I... Yeah, I would argue the same with like with other series as well. Like obviously, like Hannah Montana, I think there was multiple stars that came out of that as well. I think mm-hmm. you know, even Wizards of Waverly Place. I don't think that's possible. Like, yeah, you know. but that's why I love the Wizards of Waverly Pod because it gives those actors a chance to come back. Like they've had Selena Gomez early on their show. Mm-hmm. Um, they they had the show writer on the show and they're soon going to get David Henry and Jake T. Austin, I'm assuming, and the mom, I think her name is Maria. Mm-hmm. They're going to have them on the show and other writers like they're going to have this Gigi McCreary person on the show. Stop um, it. I hope so, because that episode, I will be invested. I just think that if it's done right, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if the right team and if people are all in the right mindset to do it, because you don't want to do something that mean a lot to to people like for nostalgic reasons and then have it tank and suck. Yeah. Like the Zoe 101 10 minute thing that we got, whatever that was about the time capsule. No, that was not it. That, that was, was absolute trash. Take it back. That's true. That's why I also like I very much am in a moment where it's like I would absolutely love for these things to be rebooted. But I also like what we had was good and I don't want it to be tanked at the same time. So yeah, and it's have some of me is like, oh, don't I don't want that to happen. Just please keep it. But then the other half of like keep it the same the old way. But the other half of me is like, but no, wait, I want to see what they can do with it. Because if it's mm-hmm. right, then by all means keep going but if it sucks uh please stop cease production immediately right or the key is that they need these people who were invested and involved like the actors whatever they need to be the same people or they need to have like a foot in the door and like a say in what's going on of course like they need to have some kind of control over which is why i love that miranda cosgrove is solely involved in the iCarly reboot like she's the executive producer i love that because Mm -hmm. and like shall not be named gave her like that was her show he was like this is yours like once drake and josh ends you are gonna get you are gonna be the face of the network now so Mm -hmm. you better hold on tight because yeah your your life's about to change overnight and the fact that she is as a miranda cosgrove queen of the universe is still so involved in this franchise of iCarly and and freddie nathan nathan crest is involved and jerry trainer is involved and i think some of the people that were involved in the original iCarly are involved in this reboot. And I think that that's just iconic mm-hmm. and it works and it's funny. Like, come on. I was watching that no, randomly the other day. Cause it was on Paramount plus like on the live TV thing. And I was cracking up as if I'd never seen that episode a day in my life. Right. And shows like that, if they could still make you laugh 20 plus years later or 10 plus years, that's when you know you have a hit. Right. No, Absolutely absolutely wrongly agree and i love that and it's just like what we said with this series growing up with the disney channel it shaped you like and you didn't even realize that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like we didn't realize us sitting watching high school musical for the first time would have us in this position maybe i know (laughs) (laughs) maybe i knew (laughs) in that moment brit knew but for me i'm like i never thought in, in my wildest dreams i never thought i'd be like oh, here I am years later down the road and I have a Disney Channel podcast with a friend that I worked with at Disney. Yeah, and- okay, not to this extent. <laughs> yeah, that is the extent. That's yeah, not to extension. this extent. But like, it, it, yeah, but it's like, it's just weird because I'm like, I never would have thought that from watching like shows as a child i never would have thought that that would take me to where i am right now and it's just crazy but no, i do sure. i do love the disney channel man it it did something i don't know what it no. did but whatever it did it's still here <laughs> yeah and we know that it shaped all of our lives i mean what we had daisy talk about just like everything and people in the past whether it was like somebody that they saw on disney channel that looked like them or just in general like i really do think that disney channel is the reason why like our generation is one that wants to like promote change and like like hello did y'all not listen to send it on like absolutely like it really shaped us into the things that i i don't think that it's a coincidence why like a lot of our generation has 
a lot of like these these values and this like positive attitude when it comes to like differences that maybe other generations didn't have in the past it's because they were literally branding us since we were little tiny nuggets nuggets i'm screaming yes oh my god nuggets that are probably in that hannah montana cookbook absolutely which i will be finding please yes mark the calendars well thank you guys for joining us for another episode of disney channel after hours with special guest kelly this was so much fun i love talking about disney channel avi and kenny ortega if you're listening call us up kenny ortega if you're listening i have a couple questions for you i have a couple me too i need to say so come find me Mm -hmm. and also like bring me on to your next project please that part (laughs) I will be a trash picker upper. Just let me be there. (laughs) I will give you your, I will feed your dog. Yeah, I will literally just walk your dog. I'll be your personal assistant. I'll get you coffee. I don't, (gasps) can you imagine? What do you think Kenny Ortega's coffee order is? He probably just takes it black. Like he's a simple man. (laughs) I think he does. He's a simple man. I know he's a simple man. Oh my God. That just made him 10 times cooler. (laughs) A simple man who doesn't know his impact. Oh my God. He's so cool. Maybe he does. Maybe he does know his impact. I don't know. I don't think he does. I don't think he really. I think he I don't does, think he does either. But I think he does realize it. But I think he needs to hear from those people like us. Yeah. So give me your PO box right something. now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it. I have some things to say. I have some things yes. that I need you to know. And I'm gonna start with thank you. <laughs> Literally, and it's gonna be suddenly when I hand carve an oscar or something like that and like carve in like high yes. school musical and hand it to him don't be surprised <laughs> don't be surprised <laughs> well thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you later Woo! bye and you're, and you're listening, listening to, to disney, disney channel, channel.